Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. statue is never going to talk back to you. If it talks back to you, you have a big problem. You understand? Something's not right, either with you or... But this book assumes that God speaks. He communicates. He has spoken. That's the first point. We're going to look at three today, but, but point number one that we're going to consider is that God communicates. We have a living God who communicates with us. He is interactive and desires a relationship. Today, Pastor Robert discusses this truth and reminds us that it is not the pictures of Jesus or the statues that communicate. It is God himself who communicates and speaks. You just need to listen for him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message from the book of Hebrews, chapter one. He's not a chunk of wood that somebody has carved out. You know, he's... He's not a painting. I'm reading a novel right now, and in in this novel, it's written by believers, but giving different perspectives, and it's it's writing about the, you know, the world 50, 60 years ago, and and it's interesting. The one of the Christian characters, one of the characters in the book, is is continually praying to this silver Jesus. That's that's not him. Do you understand what I'm saying? That little silver thing, the painting on the the picture on the wall, the painting on the wall or the statue is never going to talk back to you. If it talks back to you, you have a big problem. You understand? Something's not right, either with you or... But this book assumes that God speaks. He communicates. He has spoken. That's the first point. We're going to look at three today, but, but point number one that we're going to consider is that God communicates. Dr. William Pettingill, in his little book, Into the Holiest, Simple Studies in Hebrews, he, he wrote this in his opening statement, his very first paragraph. He says, from Adam to Moses, through 2,500 years, and from Moses to Malachi, through 1,100 years, The prophets were speaking for God to man. But at the end of the 3,600 years, their revelation of God was only partial. Then after a silence of 400 years, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son. And in that Son, the revelation of God is perfect. That's a great opening statement for the book of Hebrews. 
In Jesus, the revelation of God is perfect. The prophets, almost 4,000 years, 3,600 years, you know, they were speaking for God. And, and, and we have a lot to learn still from, from the prophets, from the Old Testament scriptures. You understand? I had a guy get really upset with me. I mean, just, just angry. Several years ago, we, we used to do on a Wednesday night, we, we studied the Old Testament. I'm praying about how to bring that back, how to work that out. But we, we were studying through the Old Testament. This guy got really upset that we were bothering to study the Old Testament. He's like, why are you studying that? It's over. We're under grace. You should just be focusing on the New Testament. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what the Bible says about itself. The Bible says all Scripture is God-breathed and profitable. And, and when that was written, by the way, when Paul wrote that to Timothy, they didn't have the New Testament yet, so he was actually talking about the Law and the Prophets. He was talking about what we refer to as the Old Testament Scriptures. So he's, he's telling us this stuff's profitable. The, 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 the one who... You know, was given this revelation to share with about the gospel of grace. Himself said, "We need to study. It's profitable to study the Old Testament scriptures." But as we study what the prophets wrote, we're only going to get a partial understanding concerning who God is. We don't need to write it off. We still need to study, but we need to understand we're not getting the whole picture. You know, that's why sometimes people will study the Old Testament and get the idea that God's angry. He's, he's really ticked off, you know. He's just this wrathful, impatient, angry God. And if Jesus didn't keep him calm down, we'd all be in a big batch of trouble. If all you look at is the Old Testament, then it, it, it's, it's possible to come away with that misunderstanding, especially if you don't look at it in, in, in real depth. But God spoke through his prophets time and again, foretelling events, revealing Plans and there's still hundreds of, of you know prophecies given to us in, in Scripture, given long before the events actually occurred. You know, I think about one that is kind of in the forefront right now, Isaiah chapter 17. Isaiah chapter 17, the, the subtitle in my Bible says the, the I think it says the burden against Damascus. And it it, it speaks of Damascus ceasing to be a city and becoming just nothing but a ruinous heap. Now, I, I was listening to, to this guy on the radio this week. I ride the motorcycle and, you know, I was, had the radio station on and this, um, you know, Chris, one of the Christian uh, stations. And, and, and this guy was addressing, somebody had sent him a question and he's kind of a self-proclaimed expert on the Old Testament scriptures, you know, and, and he was like, oh, that prophecy concerning Damascus was fulfilled, you know, and, and he starts rattling. And I'm like, wait, but I, I mean, I'm hearing all about Damascus in the news right now. Apparently it didn't cease to be a city, at least not yet. Right now it's not a ruinous heap. The Bible says it will be at some point. Might that happen in our lifetimes? Could. Could. We may very well see prophecy fulfilled. And, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, necessarily even a bombing campaign. I mean, if they keep going with the way they've been going in Syria, they're going to do it to themselves. Do you understand? But the Bible says that Damascus will cease to be a city and will just be a a ruinous heap. The letter to the Romans 
tells us that God has also spoken to us in general terms through the creation itself. Romans 1.20 says, since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they're without excuse. T- talking about humanity. Humanity is, is without excuse because God has given us at least a partial revelation just in the creation. You know, when I was teaching in Youth with a Mission, one of the classes that I taught for um, incoming students was a class on biblical meditation. Because I I, I got, um, for me, it was just a big deal. I was impacted by the fact that that the word meditation had become an ugly word. It It had been stolen from the church. Because the idea of Eastern meditation, that we should empty our minds and, and just be, you know, be emptied and open, and that doesn't even make sense with the word. The, the idea of meditation is that we think upon something. It's actually focusing your mind and, and thinking on, pondering things. And, and the Bible speaks to us of the benefits of pondering, considering, meditating upon the ways of God, upon the words of God, even upon the creation of God. And so I would take with these young students, you know, one, one year I remember I, I went and bought a bunch of roses. And I brought them in and I gave each student a rose. You know, the guys are kind of looking at me funny. I gave them all a rose, and, and, and at, at one point in the class, I said, now I want you to take the next, I think I gave them 15 minutes, to take their Bible, go find a quiet place, and meditate on that rose, and ask God to give them a revelation about who He is from that which He had created. And they're looking at me like, okay, this is weird. I'm like, I know, but it, it, it gets easier. Because the Bible says God has expressed himself and revealed himself through the things that he made. And I think it actually would be wise from time to time to ask him what he's saying. What has he said about himself in these things which he has made? We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again, but in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry and we we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 